morning everybody i just started my day um the twins this is christmas the week of christmas so it's what um the 21st and so the twins have their COVID testing today and then i go tomorrow um long story short i did not get them their vaccine because i wanted to wait until they had time out of school not thinking of the fact that we're going on this cruise this weekend and I don't want them to have an ill effect to this vaccine and we be in another country. So I decided to hold off on vaccinating them until we get back because I want to monitor them. Um, I don't want them to be somewhere else and they get sick. Um, now, I know they've done real well in the past with the flu shot, but I just don't want to chance it. I don't want to chance it because where I work, I have seen some people have some ill effects of the vaccine, the booster. It only lasts about a good, I would say 24 hours, but I don't want to chance it. So we're getting, they're getting tested today and then I'll be tested tomorrow and then from there we'll be on our way. So anyway, this morning I was sitting here thinking and another thought came into my head. You know, I was on my Instagram and Facebook talking about the Jackson State, South Carolina State game that they played on Saturday and the Celebration Bowl. There are so many things that you can honestly just like take from that and, and use it to apply to your life. But I'm going to take one more thing from that. And this is, you know, be careful what you do. You never know who's watching. My grandma used to always say, be careful how you treat people. You never know when you're entertaining angels. Be careful what you're doing because you never know who's watching. That's a perfect example. On Saturday, prior to that game, the number um, there was a guy, they did a number of interviews, Jackson State did. South Carolina State barely had any airtime because Jackson State basically just kind of dominated them as far as like internet time, airtime, talking about their ability what they were going to do, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to sign an alarm to each and every one of you. Be careful. Be careful. Be careful how you, how you, how you move when you have a task ahead and you are broadcasting every single thing that you're about to do, okay? You're broadcasting this, but you're not preparing, okay? So... Here they are broadcasting every single thing they're about to do. And in one interview, there was this one guy that played for Jackson State. He's number 40. I don't know his name, but I know he's number 40. He's going to forever be etched in a lot of people's head because of what he said. And homeboy was asked, you know, you think any scouts are going to be at the game? And he's like, yeah, they better be. They better be. You know, South Carolina State, we about to wipe them out. Like, Really? Really? You never even played South Carolina State before, you know, and, and, and judging from the way y'all played on Saturday, y'all never watched any tapes of South Carolina State before. You have no respect for our coaching staff, you have no respect for our players, just totally felt as though, oh, they're going to hand us something, oh, we're going to totally dominate. You never, when you're going into battle, you never, when going into battle, you never, when going into any kind of life battle. Seriously, you never go in without a plan. Never. You never underestimate your opponent, okay? No matter what it is. Like I said, I think it was on Sunday I did that live. You never go into anything half caught, and you never underestimate your opponent. Like, you never go in second-guessing yourself and your ability, and you never go in second-guessing their ability. Like, for instance, 
I had a test last night. When last night? Today's... Okay, so I had a test Sunday. I'm getting my days mixed up. So I had a test Sunday. And I know how our testing system works. Like, we'll have a test and it's real easy. The next test, I know going to come out of nowhere. Like, seriously, I study every single thing that I can because I know this next test is not going to... You know what I'm saying? I've been in this program for a while so that I know, you know, this is how they test. Like, they'll have a test. And the first test was, to me personally, kind of easy. But the next couple of tests is like, what? Where you get this from? And so I did pretty good on the test, but I felt like I could have did a little bit better. Like I forgot certain things and I just really couldn't think through it. And I felt like, you know, it's one thing if I just put a dumb answer, <laughs> but it's another thing if I honestly just don't know. That's an opportunity for me to go back and review that information so I can honestly know it and be solid in that. Well, it's, it's one of those things is <clears throat> like, you know, I knew that they have a tendency to switch things up, test to test. OK, and I prepared for that because in my mind, I said they're going to switch something up on this one. Like this test ain't going to be quite like the other one. Like they always, you know, had that intention of throwing that monkey wrench to kind of throw you off pace. But luckily, I was prepared for the monkey wrench because I knew by knowing how they usually move. You know what I'm saying? That this is what they, you know, a lot of times have a tendency to do. I feel that if you're going to go into any type situation, just like these little, you know, these guys went into the game on Saturday, Jackson State, you don't go in saying I'm going to win without first acknowledging that this other team could very well beat me. They very well could. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to study their tapes. Okay. I'm going to take some time to get to know their play, like really reviewing their best players. I want to know more about who Buddy Pugh is and who they've been playing all season. And let me tell you why I say that is because Jackson, even though there were 11, Jackson State was 11 and one in the swag. South Carolina State was six and five in the MEAC. Okay. They had some big upsets against North Carolina A&T and uh, FAMU. And so there's a lot of back and forth. Well, they weren't that great if they couldn't beat North Carolina A&T and FAMU. Those were hiccups. <laughs> Those were hiccups. Seriously. I feel like the way these guys came out and played on Saturday showed that they had the ability to win, but they didn't do it in the season when they should have against those two schools. And a lot of times that happens. People get relaxed. They get, you know, a lot of times discouraged depending on who they've been playing. And one of their coaches, I think their strength coach, said that they had played a lot of non-conference games. And so it could be discouraging. You know, South Carolina State for the past couple of years have been playing schools like the national championship winners back-to-back, Clemson University. They play the University of South Carolina. They play schools like Coastal Carolina, who all have good football programs, okay? So if I'm playing against these schools... And I'm not used to playing on that level. You know, it's not the same players every year. It's definitely not because, you know, kids graduate, move on. However, it's a way for the coaching staff to build their skills as well against these schools. And I feel that Jackson honestly took that, you know, Dion, prime time, prime took that for granted. He didn't think about the fact that, you know what, behind all of that, even though they lost to FAMU, they lost to, you know, North Carolina A&T, the fact that they've been preparing for something, like they've been playing harder schools. They've been playing schools, like like I said, like the Clemson University. 
You know, I can't, I'm sorry, but national champs and you got a school like South Carolina State playing them. You know what I'm saying? Any touchdown is worth it. I mean, seriously. So it's, it's one of those things where they've been given an opportunity to coach and to play against these schools. And yeah, they were banged up going into their regular MEAC season games, like, you know, a little bit discouraged and they needed to, you know, get fired up. But that's the thing. They didn't give up. You know, you're looking at the situation that's ahead of you and you're thinking, well, I didn't win this. Well, I didn't win that. They could have very well went into that game and said, well, we the underdogs. I think, um, oh, goodness, I can't remember the little boy's name. His name is Kobe. I think it's Durant. And he was saying how they were, you know, spent some time there that week preparing for the bowl game. And they had been in the mall. And there are a lot of people in the mall like, oh, y'all, that school is going to be playing, you know, Jackson State. And he said that, like, you know, they realized then they didn't even know who South Carolina State was. And that's when they realized they were the underdogs, okay? And that's a real big, like, punch in your face, okay? That's a real big punch to your gut, to your face, to your gut. When somebody, like, looks at you and they just kind of, like, don't even acknowledge you in a sense, right? There are two things that could have happened. They could have all been discouraged. They could have went back to their room and was like, man, we about to lose this game. That's it, this, 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 and that. But when you're ready and you stay ready, you know what I'm saying? When you stay ready, you're always ready. That's what I meant to say. When you when you stay ready, you're always ready. Meaning they've been training for this prior to. You know what I'm saying? Their coaches had them ready. And when they got them there, they poured into them. I think it was so important. I saved this clip on my Instagram page from the strengthening coach because a lot of our black boys don't get to decompress. They don't get to, you know, talk about what's really bothering them. You know, and I feel like our young black men need that opportunity. They need love and they need compassion and they need support. And sometimes they don't get it. Everybody expects them to do so much, but they don't get the opportunity to just be human. And living in a society, in a world that we live in now, where they're seen as a threat, a lot of times they don't get that. So it's up to us to allow them a space to do that. And I so love that coach for allowing them to do that because they don't always get it. And so needless to say, I I feel as though that in itself was like leading me to a lot of, of you know, a lot of other lessons that I wanted to like spew out. And the second is, you know, aside from being prepared and and not counting yourself out, the second thing that you should always do is when they ask number 40, you know, are any, you think any stops going to be there? You say, yeah, yeah, they better be there. This is the thing. People are always watching you. Like my grandma said, there's always somebody watching. Okay. There's always somebody watching. Ladies, in the story of Ruth and Boaz, Boaz immediately from the beginning did not just walk up to her and was like, hey, yo, what's up? This, 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 and that, and show an interest. He watched her from afar, from afar. He watched her from afar. You know, he had an interest in her from afar. He started doing things and putting things in a place to provide for her from afar, okay? Provision came from afar, Okay, it wasn't that this man had to get up in her space, had to be up in her face, had to all this, this and that. He did it from afar. He admired her from afar. So you have to be careful. You have to be careful because think about it. If the scouts were there, what did they see? What did they see? 
Okay? What did they see? Exactly. They did not see Jackson State at their best. They saw a team that was half caught. They saw players who were very full of themselves go out there and freeze. Okay? Do you think that showed a good impression? Do you think any of that made a good impression? Having a number one recruit come to your school and you go out there like that, that to me is a huge, like, I just have so much, like, loss of respect for Dion for that in itself. You have the number one recruit, man. You don't get your your kids out there. These are my babies. These are my sons. These are my babies. You don't put them out there like that. Okay? That's like any mother or father allowing their child to walk out the house ashy, funky face, stank, nasty clothes, you know, unkept. And you push them out there like, oh, that's these my babies. And you go out there going on about who you are. And what you have, you look you look the best. You have the best. But you let your babies go out there like that? That in itself just kind of like did something to me. <laughs> As you can tell, I was just kind of irritated by the fact that he did that. That he allowed those boys to go out there like that and have them half caught. And you know dang well you may have some scouts at this game. You understand what I'm saying? Like how the hell do you do that, Dion? And I know a lot of people, we live in a time where a lot of people, you know, it's all about a name. It's all about how much money you have and this and that. I'm sorry. I've lost respect for him as a coach just because of that. Okay? Because he didn't see the importance of making sure that his babies were 10 sharp. Okay? Yesterday, simple story. I took the kids out to eat, right? And they want to go out to this little Chinese restaurant, a little buffet situation so they want to go out to eat as if they got money so we heading out Peyton heads to the car and I looked down and I looked at her ankles I was like ma'am ma'am did you touch any lotion today did you touch any lotion this is the time of year where you're gonna need to go put that oil on that I put in there for y'all like you are ashy honey you pure white pure white ash and she looked and I'm like, and you thinking I'm going to let you get in the car and go somewhere like this? No, ma'am. What you're going to do is go back upstairs and put on some doggone lotion. So I made her and her sister go back upstairs and put on lotion. Because it's a constant with them. You know, you didn't, you got up, you didn't wash your face good. No, go back in there and wash your face again. Um, I can smell your breath. Go back in there and brush your teeth and rinse your mouth again. Um, let me smell your underarms. You still got that fire. Go back in there, wash, and put on some more deodorant. Like, serious. Like, you know, with little kids trying to get them to understand that they have to do this. It's part of your hygiene. It's part of who you are because when people see you and they smell you, you know, that's a big deal. And so trying to get them to understand that because I can tell you growing up, I had a lot of mishaps with that. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would come out ashy, hair wouldn't be done all the time. It was like, you know, um, but you have to look out. And I felt like as a parent, you have to look out for your kids. You have to look out. And I feel like as a coach, this man did not set his, his team up to win. He he basically let them go out there ashy. He let them go out there with their hair and stuff all undone. He let them go out there raggedy. And, and you got people watching. But you, but you ain't worried about that because you, you think they come to see you, okay? It's all about you. 
I'm prime. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the lesson in that one is to, you know, be careful of how, if you're in a position to lead, especially with kids, okay? Especially teachers, professors, if you're in a position to lead counselors in any type way, do it with dignity. Do it, do it 100%. Don't, don't allow your pride to get in the way of you doing what you need to do 100%. It's not about you. It's about what you do through them. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a hard concept to take because a lot of times we want to take all the credit and we want it to be that I did this, I did that, but you will get, you will get the reward on the back end, seeing them at their best. Like the strengthening coach for South Carolina State, I never even heard of the dude. Never heard of him. I was looking through his stuff like, dang, I never knew him. I never knew he came to South Carolina State. So I went through his page because it's just one of them things where I'm like, where he come from? So I'm looking and I saw that he, he came to South Carolina State last year in 2020. I didn't see announcement about it. It probably was in my email from the school and I did not look at it. But it was just that I didn't see that. I didn't even know it. And to, to hear him talk with so much, everything that he said with so much power and so much focus on these young men and this program, there is no way. If I were a parent, I had a son, and I had to choose between Jackson and South Carolina State, I'm telling you, after what I saw on Saturday, I went food with Jackson. No, because all Jackson is doing is banking on Prime. Okay? Prime is banking on Prime. Jackson is banking on Prime. And at the end of the day, is Prime on the field playing? Is he making the plays? No, he's not. It's those young men who suit up every week to go out there to represent their school, okay? And themselves, because a lot of them have NFL hopes and dreams. So to me, for him not to understand, I need to make sure my boys are right, says a lot. You understand what I'm saying? It says a lot. You know, and again, like I said, it's a hard pill to swallow when you fully yourself, as Buddy Pugh called him, Holly Falutin. Um, when you full of yourself, it's a hard pill to swallow when you're asked to just step your behind back, do your job, okay, first, and step your butt back, then watch. Because in the end, I'm going to tell you something, you're going to get the recognition. When Dabo Sweeney went to Clemson after Tommy Bowden left, and you know, you know, Tommy Bowden was like the man, you know, um, it's kind of like coming in behind certain coaches at these schools. Like I can't remember the coach from Florida state, like anybody coming in behind certain people, like, you know, Spurrier came in behind Lou Holtz and then this guy that just came in behind Spurrier. So it's just like so many different, like George's coach, Alec, nobody can come behind Satan, child. Whoo, child, whoever get those. I mean, just think about how hard it's going to be to come behind Nick Saban. Do you understand me? Who in the hell in their right mind want to take that job? It's, it's just like, who want to take Bill Belichick's job? Okay? Who want to take his job? Who want to come in behind somebody like that? You understand what I'm saying? It's it's like, when 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 you had Tom Brady on the New, on the New England Patriots team as your quarterback, who the hell care about Cam Newton? We had Tom Brady. You understand what I'm saying? Like, he just, no one else is going to be given, you know what I'm saying, an easy road coming in behind that person. And so, 
the thing about that is, is that these people had to basically kind of humble themselves to get where they are. Because, you know, before um, Tom Brady was Drew Brees, but still it was like, was it Drew Brees? I'm thinking of the wrong team. Because I'm thinking he played for the Saints. Okay, I might be confused. Anyway, the thing about it is, it's hard to come in behind someone who's who's successful, who has a name. You know, they set the standard. So I just think about, like, Dabble Sweeney going to Clemson and them not even wanting to initially pay him. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people ain't really had a whole lot of, like, you know, confidence in who Dabble Sweeney was to that football team. Like, child, what y'all about to do? nothing so just think about when he got there what was handed to him and how he was humble enough to say okay we're gonna do this and they did back to back champions look at it and so what I'm saying is I feel that you have to be willing to take a step back and understand what's more important especially in a game of sports like in a world of sports like you have to be willing to coach and to inspire and support into your players, not because you want the recognition for yourself, because you you understand. And this goes back perfectly, perfectly. I just thought about this. This goes back, y'all, to what I was saying about sowing and reaping, okay? Manifestation at its best, okay? What you pour into these young men, what you pour into these young ladies, whether you're a coach, you're a teacher, you're a counselor, what you do, it circles back, okay? It circles back. What you put into the universe, it circles back. And you may not get all that recognition or the accolades or whatever the case may be right away, but a lot of those people later on, a lot of times will remember Mr. So-and-so or Mrs. So-and-so and what they meant to me. And what they did in pouring into me. You know, your flowers will come to you. And I think a lot of times people want to rush that level of manifestation. Like, I want it all now. I want this, this, and that. And I've had to think about that. And I've also had to think about the fact that I don't go without during that time. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm not getting all the flowers and all the recognition. But throughout that process while I'm pouring in, I never go without. So I I just wanted to say that this morning, I know I went all over the place and I had a couple of points, like three or four, but I thought that it was just so good to like really just kind of like decompress and like think about that and talk about that this morning, because I feel as though, once again, um, we take a lot of these things for granted. And I feel like, you know, and I use that game as a perfect example, because when I went back and started like researching and looking at a lot of the like stuff that people were saying. I looked at like, you know, I saw like during a week where Dion had different celebrities and stuff coming in. And I kind of thought to myself, hmm. it really didn't impress me. It was like, huh, you know. But after seeing how they played on Saturday, I see how that honestly all worked against them, you know? When you come into war, like I said in the story of David and Goliath, you don't need all the extra stuff. You just need to be strategic. You just need to be smart. You just need to have courage. You know what I'm saying? To get out there and do what you need to do. You can get the job done with the least amount of artillery, 
because you know how to use what you have. And so I feel like a lot of times, you know, we count ourselves out. We don't think about what it is we need to do and preparing ourselves for what's ahead. And then on top of that, we don't think about the fact that, hey, you know, be, be, be aware. People are watching. Someone's watching you. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody's listening to you. Um, and also knowing that what you are willing to, to pour into someone, it'll manifest its way back to you. And you'll be blessed 10 times over. So... I hope that that is a little bit of something extra for the holiday. I keep saying I'm not going to say nothing. And then stuff comes up and it just comes to mind and I just have to talk about it. But um, I'm going to try to enjoy my weekend. We have like, what, five days on the cruise. And I'm going to definitely try to just enjoy myself and just have a good time. And I hope that all of you are doing the same with your family throughout the holiday season. And... um, This is one other thing. Just take the time to, like, steal away, okay? I know it's so much with the hustle and bustle of Christmas. I found myself this week alone being so anxious because aside from being in school, I have to get stuff done, you know, for the cruise. And I also, you know, am trying to figure out, like, what other gifts I can get the twins at the last minute. And then I thought to myself, they have enough, <laughs> okay? I had to, like, they have enough. Like, my kids literally don't go without nothing. Throughout the year, they get different, like, shoes, clothes, whatever. And so I thought to myself, don't do it, mama. Like, don't go out there trying to get nothing else extra. Don't stress yourself out. And I literally have given myself grace with just chilling out. You know what I'm saying? Like, really just chilling out. Um, for the next two weeks, I'm not even working. I thank God I'm in a position to take some little money out of my savings and say I'm not going to work for two weeks. You know, for, of course, the five days we're on the cruise. But even after that, getting back like a week later and just not even working, you know, getting back to schoolwork, catching up on stuff and just relaxing. I thank God for that opportunity because I don't have to jump back in and be stressed. And so, like I said, be blessed. Have a good holiday season. And uh, don't stress yourself out. Relax, okay? Kick back, have a good time. But remember the reason for the season and relax. Shine bright.